Okay, everybody, welcome to Unscripted One-on-One, and today I have a very special guest. I'll go ahead and turn it over to him and let him introduce himself, and we will uh, go from there. Hi, Aaron. I'm Pat Poole of Families for a Cure, a local Hilliard resident here. Um, married to Shannon Poole. We're, as I mentioned, we're local residents here. We have two boys who go to Hilliard-Davidson High School that are juniors, and we are the founders of a nonprofit here in Central Ohio, uh, Hilliard-based Families for a Cure that focuses on raising money for cancer research and supporting patient care programs. That's great. And you, you all are very familiar. If, if anybody's been around the Davidson basketball gymnasium, they've, they've seen your face. I'm sure a lot. <laughs> it's hard to believe the boys are juniors. Uh, that that's, it goes too fast. It goes. It way does. I was actually in the gym, um, last week or the week before, I can't remember, just popped in on practice and, um, it's it's just hard to believe i'm like wow that that kid's up here now he's playing varsity now it's it goes fast it goes way too fast so don't blink yeah and the reality of it is is we are sitting here with the boys that are that age is like wait a second you know it's different when you see kids coming up that you coach at different points but now it's we're staring it down and, and having twin boys it's you know we've we've had one go around of this right so we've made our mistakes and had a couple successes all at the same time and unfortunately not with the same kid at any one given time so yeah. <laughs> i think that's called parenting <laughs> so uh you know it's it, it, it hopefully we we all hopefully have more wins than losses when it comes to our our mistakes but um so let's let's start off with families for a cure tell us about um when did it start I'll just just take us back to the the story of families for a cure sure so I've always, I grew up in Northwest Ohio and uh, very involved in the community. We always did, did service projects, did that through high school, went to a Catholic high school. And part of giving back was always part of what we, what I learned and what I did and was, was always encouraged to do. Uh, in high school, I joined a fraternity, Beta Theta Pi, and we did a lot of service projects there. We ran the largest philanthropy event on campus that wasn't, uh, it was the Greek, the largest Greek event there. And so I've always just, as part of who I am, wanted to be part of the community, wanted to be part of something that was bigger than me, it was part of my faith being, you know, giving back and supporting others, it's part of why I coach. Um, but after I graduated in college, I, I was looking to do something to get my friends from college back together, fraternity brothers specifically, just every year just to hang out, right? After we graduated and all go our separate ways, like what's gonna bring us back together? So I always talked about doing something and with the, the possibility of turning into a fundraiser. Started a golf outing one year, um, had 36 people start the first year. Uh, one of my fraternity brothers, Rick Dennis, knew that we wanted to turn into a fundraiser, but at that point in time, we really had no focus, no goal, no direction, just knew it was like, maybe over the five years this golf outing takes off, we'll turn into something that raises money. Uh, he introduced me to Eric Friedman. Eric Friedman's parents both passed away from cancer, and so he was doing some fundraising for the American Cancer Society uh, and wanted to start a golf outing. And so. The two of us got together, we talked about the possibility of partnering up, and we held, we held a golf outing in 2004 and raised uh, about $3,500. And from there, we just decided to do it, you know, year after year. Uh, after two or three years into it, we're starting to raise $10,000. After about five years into it, it's $25,000. And so uh, we decided we needed to, to really formalize it. But at the point in time when we started doing this, you know, my connection to cancer was, it was a good cause. I knew a lot of people that were uh, inflicted with the disease and family members that are friends that have been really impacted by it, but it was just a word I used in a sentence, but I knew it was something bigger than I was. Yeah. Uh, but after we started doing that golf outing, my father-in-law was diagnosed with cancer. And so 
the passion for supporting cancer research really took life then and became something bigger than us and really got our whole family involved uh, with it. In 2009, we formalized and became a, an official 501c3 nonprofit. We set a goal to raise a million dollars by the year 2021. So our, our organization is 100% volunteer run. Wow. And so we have about 10, 10 board members that are, that are part of the committee right now. And so as we talk, talked about building goals and doing something else there, we wanted to get to a million dollars, but we wanted to do it in a time that we could actually do it. So we spaced it out really you know, for long distance uh, from when we, said we founded the nonprofit. We crossed over the million dollar mark in 2018. So it was a pretty awesome wow. experience. Wow. But it just goes to show you that what I've learned there is people are impacted by this. They want to get involved. And we have an amazing community around us. And they've really latched on to our story. Uh, and we've given them opportunities to connect with us and, and help in many different ways. So it's, it's, it's been an awesome journey. It's, it's, it's really cool. So that, so you were three years ahead of your timeline as far as your goal. That, that's well, amazing. Um, and so have you, have you set another goal yet? Or are you, are you just kind of, just still kind of taking it in from, from uh, being so fast to where you wanted to be? We have not set a financial goal like, like we have, uh, but we're really, so part of our model is we partner with other nonprofits in the community. So the reason we do that is because we're volunteer run. We don't want to hire staff at this point in time. We don't have an office space there. So the partner model has been what we've done. I think the goals that we're focusing on now is really developing more programs that we can provide on a volunteer basis, but own. So one of the things that we've done is we've put together uh, an experience grant for cancer patients. I always use a, the, the analogy, it's like Make-A-Wish, because everybody knows what Make-A-Wish does and offers there. But we offer patient experiences on a smaller scale level here locally. And so programs like that, that we own, part of our focus is growing those so we can do more of those, uh, but not necessarily abandoning our, our partnership model, but really growing some of the things that we can support uh, and provide individually on a one-to-one -one basis, just to have a stronger connection to the folks that we're benefiting. And so, and I think you, you might've just answered this, but just, just for clarity on my side, what what exactly it is that that you all do? I know I know it's uh, it's cancer driven. So uh, is it is it Hilliard based? Is it Columbus based? Is it you know what 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 all um, what all is involved with Families for a Cure? Well, that's a great question. So the one uh, our organization supports all types of cancers in all ages. So we've really tried to be we want to do the most good that we possibly can. Uh, we are here a central ohio organization so a lot of support that we do and the, the programs that we support are here uh, in the local community but we also partner with saint saint jude to offer some benefits there uh, we've funded some projects that have impact across the united states and ideally when they uh, realize benefits there they'll be around the world with some of the treatments and care programs that we supported in early phase research so but again with ohio state being in our background children's hospital being in our background and many great nonprofits in the area we have a, a strong support in this community where the primary, uh, the giving is primarily local, but the benefits extend beyond central Ohio. And what are the kind of things that you all do for people through your, through the, through uh, Families for a Cure? We really focus in on two, two aspects. So we are committed to funding cancer research programs. And then we have a, a patient care and, and cancer, or cancer patient and caregiver type support programs. One of the things that we really try and do when we give our grants, we give uh, our grant cycle every year we go through in January, we'll identify organizations, interview them, and then determine how we can support them. 
but we give what we what are called donor designated grants and that means that they go through a specific program that was requested for us, uh, from us the dollars are and then uh, they have to be used in that manner so we're not necessarily funding overhead expenses for any of the nonprofits that we do largely largely because we can then come back and tell a story about the support that we gave and how it was used but so we will use a portion of the money we raise every year to fund cancer research programs. Locally at the James, we've, we've set up two endowment funds uh, over the last, the last, the last one that we funded was finalized uh, last year. So we completed the funding of that, that endowment there. Uh, and they'll also support research programs at uh, Nationwide Children's Hospital. On the research side, we've really tried to focus in on using the money as clinical trials and startups. So doctors or researchers who have an idea and want to go and do something and need to buy supplies for their lab or just fund staff to run and do the research and programs will invest in those types of programs there. That's not to say that there, there aren't other great programs going on there, but with the limited dollars that we have, we found the value is really looking to start programs up and fund research like that or other programs outside of that. Uh, and then we, we have our, we focus on our patient care programs. And so we will partner with organizations like Flying Horse Farms to send kids to camp, cancer, cancer patients to camp in the summertime. Uh, we partnered with a kid again this year to host an event in Zumbezi Bay where they brought all their, their families that have been impacted with life-threatening illnesses there and just shut down Zumbezi Bay for an afternoon and they get to run in the park there. Uh, we fund, uh, welcome, we partner with NC4K, which is a local organization here. They give uh, welcome, really welcome bags to kids that are coming to the hospital that are stuffed with candies, goodies, snacks, uh, little activities they can do within the hospital. And so really just trying to balance out lots of different programs that, that we can uh, provide direct benefit to through other partnership organizations. It, it's it's incredible. As you were talking, I was thinking, you and you have a full-time job. <laughs> so, uh, and it's 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 not uh, Families for a Cure currently. It is, is a, you know, this is a labor of love, I think, that you all do and have continued. Um, and, and, you know, that's got to, is that your why? You know, like, I, I think we all work a full-time job, but then we also have our, you know, other things that we get involved in. And that's almost sometimes where our passion really lies, because maybe we can't find a position or job in, in, in the area that is our why, or maybe it just doesn't pay to, you know, provide for our families. Is that, is that fair to say? It's 100% fair to say. I've, uh, you know, a long time ago, I, I considered being a school teacher, but I've also grew up in an entrepreneurial background. And so the economics of the deal didn't make sense for me. I still think that at the core of who I am, I'm a, I'm a coach, I'm a teacher. And so, you know, owning businesses throughout uh, my lifetime, now being, you know, working full-time job for Nationwide there, that allows me uh, to earn income, right? right? Coaching is a labor of love that I do. And so I donate my time to the district to be on the coaching staff there. And then, the nonprofit is really another component of that, the service giving back. And it just, between all three of those, to your point, there's my why, right? I've got it balanced out there. I've not been able to find a job that uh, incorporates all three of those things and provides the opportunities that I'm looking for. Yeah. And so we've really invested in, in those aspects and divided up the time and uh, try and balance it out and make sure that, you know, I'm here to be with my family and, and provide for the kids and, you know, make sure I'm not an absentee dad. Yeah. You know, sometimes I think they probably wish I wasn't here. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, get, I get the feedback. We're tired of all your coaching. Stop. Yeah. Your <laughs> yeah. And, and honestly, you reach a point where, where it, 
somebody else could say the same thing you've said a bazillion times and they're like okay i'll do that you're like i just i've been telling you that for years anyway different podcast <laughs> so, but, um, so what are some of the ways i and we will include the link and we'll put everything in and all the information but what are some of the ways i know you, you said that you did a golf outing uh so what are what are some of the things i think because you have multiple things throughout the year i think there's a christmas uh what are some of the ways that you um that people have an opportunity to to help yeah we do so we try and uh, as we've grown over time we've we've been uh, blessed with many opportunities and so we've got involved with the school district there uh, we've got families that want to get involved with what we're doing so what we've tried to do is create multiple events where people of all ages uh, genders can get involved with it so we do family-friendly events we do adult-only events occasionally we've done some kid-only events uh, but we host about five five events throughout the year uh, in non-COVID times it's, it's far easier to put, the, put on an event and get people together uh, but the golf outing is our flagship event that's been uh, the longest running event going back to 2004 so we're now uh, in year 17 of hosting, hosting the golf outing but we do a 5k run typically in the spring uh, we do the golf outing which is in august there'll be a ladies only event typically that happens in the fall uh, we do the pancake breakfast that's around uh, the holiday time then we'll collect gifts for for kids that are coming in uh, or uh, collect holiday presents for you know cancer families and then we also uh, do an adult-only theme party every year, and the theme is ranged from 90s night to the Kentucky Derby. It's just another opportunity to get dressed up, get out, and have fun. Yeah. Between those five events are the primary events. Occasionally, we'll have student groups that will want to do something, and we'll partner with them to host or support events or fundraisers that are having within the school community, uh, and allow them to get some access or, or see behind-the-scenes type. You know, help them put on specific events for you know, a club at, at uh, Davidson, which Interact Club are really involved with there and support them through their activities. But uh, I have a mantra and, and I get myself in trouble for this. Or if somebody wants to do something and they want to support us with it, we'll figure out a way to make that happen. Yeah. Uh, there's two little girls in the neighborhood that are making purses right now and selling handbags there for families for a cure and, and you know, providing the benefits there. And I keep telling them like, you let us know when you want to go big and we'll set you up with a website ordering system your business right so yeah always looking for opportunities it's it's awesome and i know any the interactions that we've had prior to to this were, were about that too you know just looking at ways that we can help and and you were open to ways that people can help um and that's nice to to be able to receive because uh, people always want to help but they can't always help you know some maybe not financially or so if if i can't well two questions let me the first one is um, if I, so I'm not a golfer, but let's just say there's someone listening that's also not a golfer, but they also want to be um, generous with, with whether it's a company or something like that. Um, the golf outing sounds like that's a really good opportunity. Can they sponsor a whole or what, it, what does it look like for the golf outing to help contribute to this cause? And so uh, throughout the year, there's lots of ways to get involved. And thank you for that. I, I didn't answer that question before. Anybody that wants to get involved and support us can either help us at one of our events with the volunteering. Uh, we're always looking to grow and expand our board so those opportunities to, to get involved with the organization exist all the time um, we probably have about 25 to, to 30 really active volunteers that, that help us throughout all of our events we've gone to a model now on the sponsorship side to answer your question with the golf outing we offer annual sponsorships so when when companies want to get involved or want to get involved and sponsor us there 
we will we have packages that will offer them and then they will be promoted at all of our businesses which has really shifted from over time going from one event we've grown to you know the multiple events it's really how do we provide our sponsors with the, the biggest bang for their buck and so we've we've decided to not ask everybody to sponsor individual events but to, to be a part of the organization become part of our family and sponsors on an annual basis and so those sponsorships you know like several other sponsors there, there's levels and benefits that come with all of those and just depends upon the opportunity uh, that the business is looking to do and what they want to get out of it we also uh, will have auctions and raffles throughout the year so anybody that has items that they want to support or would like to contribute in that way there we'll always accept those uh, we've got an auction coming up in November that we're partnering with the, the Hilliard Rotary with that we will do an online virtual auction uh, and so we always need items for that of all values that could be service-based gift card based it could be experience-based um, you know we have a broad audience there so people are looking for neat things that they can add to their collection or or do that they can pay a few dollars for and sometimes they even overpay them for them because they're, they're that generous yeah yeah well i think with a with a, a a cause like what you have absolutely i would think that i probably i'm probably going to overpay for this knowing that it's going to something greater than the item that i'm whatever it is um and so if and this is uh, and I, I i know that you you know this um with october i decided to do um kind of a focus on uh breast cancer awareness so if if someone's listening to this their family was just um informed of the news and it has impacted their family what what is the is is that something they would reach out to you all for or would you all work with a secondary partner they, we would work with we would ultimately partner with a secondary partner but sometimes people don't know where to, where to go and so right. we'll often get the text hey my friend was just diagnosed with this and do you know anybody here or they're talking about this who should they contact uh, the one thing that i will always say that there are caseworkers and lots of great resources through whomever they're going to seek treatment from or being diagnosed from it's always a good spot to to start and ask for resources there uh, but if they don't have that we are absolutely here to support anybody any way we can that's um, one of the things that we've talked about over time is expanding those types of support services the challenge that we have it comes back to just people and time right we're volunteer run so the partnership model helps there and we've made some strong connections at the james children's hospital american camp society there's plenty of resources out there there's organizations that we partner with that are just focusing on breast cancer um, for that perspective there. It's like, how do we get you in touch with those organizations? The cancer support in this community is outstanding. I mean, you can't really turn and not find a resource in the local communities or an organization that will help you with your specific type of cancer or just helping you get to the, the hospital and paying for gas bills there or getting you, you know, rides there. There's, there's lots of local support and I think that's one of the great things that I love about our organization is because we haven't picked one type of cancer or been specific to one type of support. We've made some amazing connections. I met some great people who are now part of our larger family that can help us figure out something and get the support that somebody needs when they need it. That, it's awesome. It's almost, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, <laughs> I guess in the simplest of terms and, and certainly not by any means minimizing what you all do because it's huge but in the simplest of terms it's almost like the old school operator and i know i'm dating myself a little bit but where they would unplug and you know they, they would take the call and then you know and i know half the kids have no idea not that a lot of kids are listening to this but 
most people, you know, would, would know that that's it's the switchboard operator. Just it sounds like that's what you all do. You, you take that opportunity and then you plug that into a resource, uh, given your network of, of resources and then also the, the financial, it sounds like as well, based on all those things that you guys do. Um, so you're really just being that switchboard operator. And I like that you're you're party neutral. Is that can I say that, um, yes. you know, your um, opportunity neutral and that you're, you're there for everyone, no matter what it is, you'll. So the bottom line is just give you guys a call or, or email and you will certainly do everything you can and, and uh, to help. Is that is that summarize it? Pretty well? That is absolutely correct. That's our end goal here. Uh, is to continue to build this organization and to make sure that we can help anybody that wants wants to get help. And one of the things that we talked about and annually we struggle with is we only have a, a set dollar amount and how do we give it and where do we give it to because there's so many needs. Right. Uh, and I learned from a long, a long time ago from a, a mentor of mine, Jeffrey Damon, he's like, never be upset about the work that you're doing. You can't help everybody, but you're helping enough people and you're helping with what you're doing and don't ever do you're doing yeah. about it and keep us driving but unfortunately you know, i look forward to the day when families for a cure is not needed right we can just right. close up the door because cancer has been eradicated and there's no more need to, to raise money for it i hope i see that in my lifetime yeah you know i think we all do uh especially any of us that, that have been close to it like yourself with a family member a friend uh or even you know for some people that may hear this themselves um yeah it's this needs to stop we need this to end uh, and we need to find exactly what your your uh, title is and that's a cure and we need to you know we need to get get past it and i don't want to see your your and here's the thing though i know your your uh your heart and your um you know uh, vision let's just say it ended tomorrow i know you're going to go on to something else that you are going to continue to have compassion towards people and help people no matter what it is and so um and i appreciate that about you i had a quick story every year we do our little um, free turkey trot <laughs> and I'm not even I'm not even promoting that on this because whatever <laughs> but uh, we started off as just the five of us running around the block at our you know around our neighborhood and then we you know we keep opening it up every year and every year it grows and, and uh, I think it goes to what you were saying like just focus on the work and the rest of it will take care of itself but um, you all you know have been to that and, and have uh, come to support us and so thank you for doing that as well and um, anybody that hears this you know we, we all have we're inundated with a lot of different places so I, I you know anybody that I want to have on here I want I want to maybe give that gold star uh, to say that you know this is a good one this is one that you can trust uh, hopefully you've heard it in this podcast this is one that you can trust and one that's doing really great work so um, really appreciate you guys and everything that you're doing appreciate you appreciate you saying that and, and allowing the opportunity you know you touched on something uh, in that but and you asked me a question earlier and I I didn't fully answer it there. So we're 17 years in. One of the goals that we have is making sure there's another 17 years that comes on after this. And so our focus, you know, we could set goals. Our big goal right now, Aaron, is making sure that we, the 10 people that have been on this board and committee, large, the vast majority of us have been here for the bulk of the time. Yeah, I mean, our newest board members have been on for three years now. So we are a 10 year group. But the real, the real concern we have is now how we find more talent to come in and continue the legacy. And how do you not lose the family of supporters you've built over yeah. time as you transition? Yeah. And that's, I mean, I have 
I had a call the other day where we're considering bringing in someone to help us do that because it's really important. We've, we've built something huge. Uh, to your point, the turkey trot, right? I've been to, I don't think we were at the first one. We've been to all the other ones there and it grows every year, right? Every year. It, goes, it goes back to the point though. People are good. They're looking for causes to support. And if you make it fun and easy and they'll just come back and do it. And at the end of the day, our community, whether it's just this Hilliard based community where you and I live or the broader Central Ohio and beyond, people are really good and will help an organization that they can uh, really latch onto or or support because it, it connects with them. And um, whether by design or by accident, it's probably more by accident than not, we've built that, right? And it's just, we've created an opportunity for young and old families, family members, friends, neighbors, whatever, to attach to what we believe in, what we're trying to do. And we just keep sharing with them how their money goes out and, and supports it. And I think people really like the fact that we support 15 different organizations, whether it's Ronald McDonald House or the James American Cancer Society, Patches of Light, keep going on, right? So they're like, oh, well, I've supported them too. So you mean I can support you and my money's gonna go to help them? That's our goal. And when we do it right, the dollar you give acts more like $10 in the community because just the power of, of giving and, and everybody's support. So. That's what keeps me going. I mean, I hope I can keep going 17 more years, but uh, the reality of that is probably not. Yeah, I mean, bringing in someone that shares the vision, the passion, the compassion, all those things that um, you've set forth is, you know, I, I imagine there's probably for you all a pretty extensive process before you just hand over that. You know, this is your why, like we said earlier, and to hand over your why, you really got to make sure somebody's going to continue that on. But I, and I'll say this while you were talking, I was thinking that I think in the times that we're in right now, I think we all want that. We want to be a part of something that we all know is good and just and right. When there's so much around us between social media and the news and the election, I mean, you name it right now, we're all kind of just worn out with the negative. And this isn't the and I don't want to go on a different thing, but this isn't the America that I love. What the America I love is what you all do. And knowing that I can contribute to something bigger than myself, we all want that. And I almost feel like we all want that more than ever and right now because we need, we almost need it for ourselves to feel like this is, this is who we are and everything else we're seeing is not who we are. But when we, when we give to something better than ourselves, whether it's your organization or someone else's, um, then we know, or it, may, it maybe it just feels us, maybe it just makes us feel better. But I, I just feel like people really are searching for things right now that are are who we are because we all know we're better than what we're seeing. So, not, sorry for the sermon, but um, I, I think it, it fits it fits into a foundation like yours. And if you are someone that's hearing this or or seeing this, then please like like you know reach out because that's this is a great opportunity to do that. I agree. Whether you call it a sermon or not, I, I agree with what you're saying. We, we all want to feel part of a community. And when you quarantine and isolate, it's hard to feel part of something. Even if you're having conversations through a video screen, right? You just, you don't have that connection. You yeah. want to go and hug somebody, shake their hand, high five, you know? So I, I totally agree. And yeah. to the extent that there's opportunities in the community, whether it's through families for a cure or elsewhere, those connection points are so strong. I think they get us through tough times, just, just like you were saying. Yeah. So any little What's, part that we can play in that, we're, we're grateful for. And you, you guys are doing that and doing it well. So what's the next thing on the calendar for anybody that hears this or sees it? 
depends on when they would hear to see it, but if anyone sees it next few weeks, what's the next thing coming up that they can help out with? So we'll be partnering in November with uh, Hilliard Rotary to do an online auction. And then go. in December, we will do our annual toy drive uh, over at Penn Penale in Hilliard there. So Perfect. more details will come. Those events will be out on the website and we'll be promoting them as we finalize the details of how people get involved. Uh, any types of support that we would need, whether it be through auction items or coming to the, the breakfast to to see santa club santa and then donate a toy those opportunities will exist awesome and uh last thing is where is the website where can they find you what's the best place to reach out to you all sure well primarily social media or on, on facebook at families for a cure and then our website is families for a cure.org perfect and uh thank you thank you for for uh just being a light in this community i'm i tell you what i i, I open this thing up and and i'm just finding and I already knew, you know, we, there's a lot of people doing some great things, but the more that I learn, and I hope that other people are hearing that as well through this process is, um, we already knew people were doing great things, but we didn't know the, the depth and the, um, the breadth of, of what they're putting, you know, into back into just our community, but also all over Columbus. So we're, we're blessed to live here. We're blessed to know you all. And, and thanks for coming to our 5k. <laughs> Anytime. <laughs> all right. well god bless uh we will uh we'll get all this stuff information up and i hope uh hope people reach out and thank you for doing all you're doing awesome thanks for the the, the chat today i enjoyed it yes sir we'll talk to you soon thank you go wildcats okay <laughs> all right see you